Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. All right, y'all, it's spring, and you know what that means. It's time to start planning our summer festival traveling. Yep, it's time to get into my Airbnb bag cross-country, a.k.a. uh, time to visit my homes all across the country. And you know what I never think about? Why not list my own spot on Airbnb and host some folks at my house? I mean, my house is cute. Yes, let's make money while we're spending money. Just trying to help you out, man, because your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com, one place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Quest Love Supreme is a production of iHeartRadio. This classic episode was produced by the team at Pandora. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a special live QLS that we broadcasted in Austin, Texas. This was a long overdue episode about the great Scarface formerly of the Ghetto Boys. We learned so much about him. He's truly one of the most fascinating human beings in hip-hop, in music. He lays it all in the line about his journey into the hip-hop world, uh, from his physical health and his mental health. Uh, we, we really get to know the man that they call Scarface. Special QLS Classic coming up right now. Four bars of what? You'll see. Genius. Here we go. Suprema. Suprema. Roll call. Suprema. Suprema. Roll call. Suprema. Suprema. Roll call. Suprema. All right, here I go. Suprema. Roll call. All I have in this world. Yeah. My words and my balls. Yeah. I told you. Don't fuck with me. Yeah. That's all. Roll call. Suprema. Suprema roll call. Suprema. Suprema roll call. My name is Fonte. Yeah. Pure satisfaction. Yeah. With the king of the south. Yeah. DJ action. Roll call. Suprema. Suprema roll call. Suprema. Suprema roll call. My name is Sugar, yo. Yeah. I'm disappointed though. Yeah. Thought I was gonna meet yeah. Al Pacino. Suprema roll call. Suprema. Suprema roll call. I'm unpaid bill. Yeah. Not feeling mad. Yeah. Welcome Scarface. Yeah. Real name Brad. Roll call. Suprema. Suprema roll call. Suprema. Su- su- Suprema roll call. It's Laia. Yeah. With Scarface in the place. Yeah. And this feels real weird. Okay. Yeah. But I love fuck faces. Roll call. Suprema roll call. I'm going to cue it up right now. Suprema roll call. My name is Face. 
Yeah. ATX. Yeah. Talk that shit. Yeah. I'm the best. Roll call. Sir Roll Prima. call it. Facts. Facts. Suprema. Roll call. Oh, love. Suprema. Before I start the introduction for Laia. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Seriously. a special South by Southwest edition of oh, Course Love Supreme, brought to you by the fine folks of Pandora. Thank you all for coming out. Yeah, thank y'all for thank being here. We are live outside behind a gas station. Yeah, that's <laughs> your tattoo parlor. So if Actually, I was going to go to that tattoo parlor. Oh, where? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, room I'm going to get inked up. <laughs> we'll join you. We'll all get the same. We'll, yeah. we'll collectively all do that together. Um, to my far right, uh, I will say this is the the god of, of blue collar grown man music. Oh, yes. oh. oh. album in stores. Yes, Go <laughs> album in stores. Yes, please uh, support. No news is good news by our very own Fontigolo. What up? Coleman. What up? What up? What up? I gotta say your last name with this. Dope. <laughs> Fontigolo Coleman. Uh, and to his left is uh, the super. Uh, what I say, the super engineer for all those Soul Quarian classics you love by The Roots and Erica Badu and D'Angelo and Common. Oh. Blah, 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 blah. This man is... <laughs> and The Roots. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, us too. Uh, this is... Oh, and also host of uh, Chatting with Sugar on Instagram. <laughs> follow, follow this man. We, we need him to have more followers. Uh, S-U-G-A, Sugar Steve, S-T-E-V-E, Sugar Steve uh, Mandel, right here. To uh, please clap. And to my far left Steve. is my uh, my fellow Hamiltonian. What, <laughs> that like, sounds regal as fuck. I don't I, think. I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. Or, or Hamilton. Yeah, this is my, my Hamilton brother uh, right here. Um, and also the the only member of QLS that's one uh, step away from an EGOT. Or ghetto. We call it ghetto. That's what we call <laughs> yeah, it. He got ghetto. the G, the E, and the T. He's just waiting on the O. One day, hope to be ghetto. That's great. One day, you're going to be ghetto, man. I'm telling you. It uh, might be today. And also, the, the, the god of the children. Is children's television workshop still a thing? Or now Sesame Street's on HBO? I don't know. My boss is here. Boss, is children's television <laughs> workshop still a thing? No, it's not. It's there Sesame Workshop, right? It's Sesame Workshop. Okay. PBS. Oh, okay. Y'all just took it over. Mm -hmm. Okay, I see. We well, anyway, over. <laughs> give it up for unpaid bill. Two of my far left. Please clap. Please clap. No, we need y'all to clap. Please, they're, they're not even. They're it hurts not. when it. Yes, and the and, the, and the first lady of QLS, she organizes our lives and Margaret and disrupts it. We haven't called her that in a second. I forgot. Okay. I haven't been here in a minute. Well, now now <laughs> we 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 dubbed her It's Laia. So, ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for it. It's Laia. Yes, sir. The All first right. lady. Thank y'all. All right. Nice. And uh, what can I say? You know, our guess is. Practically on every top five list of your favorite MCs, MC um, ever compiled. If you ask any MC that you respect, that's from anywhere, from that's any respected, part of the city, yeah. This man is in easily in their top five or their top three. Most of the times, he's number one. You know what I'm saying? Uh, from his days of, of being the the PR. The PMRC's nightmare uh, poster boy <laughs> as one third of the highly influential uh, the happy ghetto, ghetto boys. boys. Yeah, uh, from his jaw dropping solo outputs as as uh, as a solo artist, classics as uh, 
Mr. Scarface is back. The world is yours. The fix. Last of the dying breed. Especially the diary. And let's not forget his appearance as Upgrade. Yes. I forgot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that movie was shot right here in ATX, too. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. Yeah. It was in Austin. We did that. Oh, um, not to mention, you, you've appeared with every hip-hop god. You, you've been on from Biggie to, to Jay-Z to Too Short to, to Tupac to Devin the Dude to... I can name them all, but we'll be here all day. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for God himself, Scarface. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. I appreciate that introduction. How you doing, man? I'm doing good. How y'all doing? Everybody so, good? Do, do, am I allowed to call you? I know rappers are, are, are... Nah, man, we friends for real, though. Don't yeah, do that. Yeah, no, I know. Mean, I, I mean, no, I'm saying, when I see you, I say, oh, what up, Brad? But exactly. it's like, <laughs> I know that, you know, we're in a professional setting. And, you know, nah, I'm still, I'm still B-Rad. Okay. <laughs> And then that's be ill. <laughs> that's right. It Don't is. fucking forget. I'm cool. We're going to forget it tomorrow. Okay? Just put it down. Be ill. Yeah, it's good. So how man. are you doing today, bro? I can't complain about it, man. I'm, I'm enjoying it. You're looking good, man. I feel pretty good. I, every, good. I'll say in the last two years when I've seen you, it, are you used to people doing double takes and still, like, not knowing it, that it's you when you come up and say hi to them? No, they're like, it's the 15-year-old Brad. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I want shit. that. Se- I, want, I want the secret of, of of age regression. We were talking backstage earlier. You said you don't do no bread now. Like, no, I'm not doing no bread. Wow, I'm gonna chill on the bread, and, and I'm getting ready to do this 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 uh, 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 intestinal uh, cleanse. Okay, a, a colon cleanse? No. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. The, the, the dude was talking about some intestinal shit, and it says that that it's just gonna bust your ass wide open. You got to stay in the house for like two weeks. Word. Fucking right. That doesn't start today, though. <laughs> I, mean, I, I took my first shot today, so oh, it does oh start shit! Today. How much time I, we got? I was kidding, but yeah. <laughs> if you smell something foul, that's me. <laughs> you dropped like you dropped like a hundred over the past couple years, right? How long? Nah, how long nah, it, it was five years. Oh wow! Yeah. What was it? What did you do? Like um, cleanses and eating right and running and boxing and um, uh, and having a five-year-old. No, nah, that came later. <laughs> can, I, can I ask, though, can one fully commit? I mean, I know we're in Austin where Austin is, quote, weird. But can one fully commit to a healthy lifestyle below the, the Mason-Dixon line? It's hard. Can one be live, down south? If, if your life is on the line, you, you got to fucking do what, 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 what they say do. Oh, that's your ass. Yo, but I was in the Fifth Ward last year, and I was trying to find greens. It was really hard. Well, you didn't go to the right spot. Okay. Well, they made it no, in, the, in the ghetto, they ain't got no healthy stores. This is what I'm shit. saying. This they is got, what I'm they saying. They got fucking uh, the little uh, Chinese little spots that they that's open the new, up. That's yeah, the new yeah. soul food. That's the new soul food. Yeah. So you got to go to H-E-B. Shout out to H-E-B. H-E-B. <laughs> no, nah, for real. No, no, because my buddy was like a, a, a higher up at H-E-B and he passed away. Are you shouting out Hebes? What is that? Two of them on the stage. <laughs> I don't know what's going on here. What is H-E-B? Never mind. The people... <laughs> Inside joke. But they really, really take care of their people, man. So I, I got a lot of respect for those guys. And I don't spend no money nowhere else but there. That's what's up. Ah, so you late. were born in the Fifth Ward, correct? No, sir. Yo, every every, every time. QL. You're, <laughs> you're like 0 for 100 on that one. I, I'm from the south side, man. Okay, but you were born in Houston, correct? Pretty much. 
<laughs> you were born outside of Houston? Still wrong, yeah. Close enough. Houston, I guess. Adjacent. Houston adjacent. Yeah, I just want to be one in 99. I'm a Houstonian. Okay, I'm a native Houstonian. Cool. Okay. Well, yeah, I, I actually, I, I don't know much about your 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 early beginnings. Like, what was your childhood like as far as before you got into hip-hop? Like, it was a, a lot of funk and rock and roll. Really? I, I'm, a, I'm a walking encyclopedia when it comes to funk and rock and roll. It's, you know, soul, not R&B. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Soul. soul. Okay. Well, explain to me, like, what was your what was your household like? Like, how did you? So, when my mom went to work, I went to my grandmother's house, and all of my uncles were in the rock and roll. So we played, you know, uh, Thin Lizzy, Ted Nugent, uh, fucking. You're a big uh, Pink Floyd fan, right? Pink Floyd, yeah. Uh, Rush, but when we got home, we listened to fucking Marvin Gaye and <laughs> Prince, you know, uh, Isley Brothers. That was at my mom's house, and at my grandmother's house, it was rocked out. Oh wow. Big was time. that unusual though for your like? Why were your uncles into that particular? I don't song? know. I don't know. I just that's how that's what I grew up in. So I don't. I didn't know it was anything supposed to be different about it. You feel me? Yeah. Like I didn't know. Even when you talk to your friends about music, was um you know I, I, I grew mean? up around all my uncles, so I could fight real good. Okay. So, so all right. Really <laughs> <with me. laughs> all right. So no one tested your. No, nah, my my uncles are way bigger up. than me, man. We fight like a motherfucker. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Fight with my uncles. I was a little dude fighting the big dudes. So. No problems like that. I know that you're a guitarist, so like how still <laughs> I'm pretty good. <laughs> I, I heard a rumor that you were are you related to Johnny Nash? Yes, yes. That's the, my I can see clearly now that's Johnny my cousin. Nash. Yeah. Wow. wow. Yeah. He's your cousin, you said? My cousin, yes. So does your family come from Jamaica or is he just No, what happened is John, Johnny from Houston. Wait, what about that accent, though? He don't got no accent. Oh, man. He had a Jamaican accent. <laughs> Johnny Nash don't got no Jamaican accent. <laughs> you serious? Oh, God. People just affiliate that song with, like, Nah, man. You know, he wrote a lot of records for Bob Marley, too. Did you know that? Yes. Okay. I, I would assume that he came from Jamaica. Since. Nah, he's from Houston, Texas, South Park. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, man. Nah, nah, and he cool as hell, too. He got a song that's going to last forever, man. Like, my, you know, your kids, kids, kids don't know I can see. Everybody knows I can see. Everybody knows that. But wait, I got a better one than that. What? He wrote Hercules. Neville Brothers? The car- the cartoon. The what? Wait, what? What are you saying? What's going on? <laughs> the, they had a cartoon called Hercules, yeah, y'all. Yeah, we remember. He wrote the fucking shit for it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, we, we, we shouldn't talk this cool. I didn't know that. I didn't. Wow. Yeah. Hercules. That's him. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. So he just left... Hercules. He he left the music to and went to, to Jamaica. Really? Yeah. <laughs> he left Hercules and went you, to Bob. As you do. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's fucking dope. Did I know that? Is he a first cousin or a second cousin or uh first cousin. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I think that his grandfather and my grandfather was brothers or some shit. I don't know. It was old folks. All I know is <laughs> all I know is we cousins and we be hanging out and I haven't seen him in the about eight months though. Okay. Oh, okay. oh, so he's still alive and yeah, he's alive and well. He lives in Houston. Okay. Very rich. Can he still see clearly? <laughs> you know what? That may be. That's a good question. Nah, that's a good fucking question. It is. I don't know. That was, that was a good. I haven't one, seen Steve. him. Do I get a? a, a, a yes. Theme? Sorry. <laughs>
didn't already happen. Hey, hey, Q. Yes. Don't do that. <laughs> Steve. <laughs> I won't say anything. Get rid of it. I'm good. No, you, you, I'm not going to do better than that joke today. That was his best one. TP. So what... What was the, the the only Houston resident that we've had on the show is Premier. So how Premier and I from Houston, man. Uh oh. Uh oh. Can we get a map and like a Ancestry.com up he here? He was born right? in Houston though. I think Premier from Prairie View or some shit. He is Prairie View, yeah. That's he true. Is. You're right. It's not Houston, man. Okay. All right. So Houstonian, anybody in here from Houston? So break down like, how to take pride in this shit. Say, like, if, you, if you ain't, if you ain't. I've heard him say that he had Houston roots, but it's it might be PV roots. Okay. But we love Premier. He's dope. He's dope, right? Yeah. Super dope. All right. You set me straight. And my ongoing uh, ignorance of, of geography continues on the show. No, it's really, I mean, you can read, I don't, well, no, not really. You can't really get Prairie View confused with Houston because it's not really that close. Okay. That shit is like an hour away or something. Uh, okay. I mean, Texas is big as shit. Outsiders, we we just trying to learn. It's big. You know what I'm saying? Cool, man. Because like, you don't even know the different personalities between Austin, you know, Austin, Texas, Dallas. Everybody got different personalities, right? All right, let me break down the personalities. Thank you. <laughs> yes, here we go. <laughs> okay, me being from Houston, like I love Houston, right? Right. But I also know that, that, that Houston is like a, a, it's a surf town. So it's cool and laid back and slow. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, Dallas is like uh, like fucking Mars. Like it's a totally different world in Dallas than it is in Houston. And Austin is like a small, like Humboldt County. Like it's like mm. <laughs> it's like everybody's doing their own shit, and enjoying it. You know what I mean? Nobody's mad. They go out. They they jam, they party, they have South by Southwest, they have Austin City Limits or whatever that shit is. For the record, Austin <laughs> is my second favorite city on earth. This is the shit. Like, this is badass. If, if I were to retire, this is, the second, this is the second city on my top ten list. I, I, this is like, Austin is in a class by itself. I wish that they would legalize marijuana here. So yeah, what's up with the stuff? What's up with the high. South and the Texas? We all out with that. Now y'all, damn, it got quiet. <laughs> Ain't just South by Southwest. Oh, I, I don't give I a think, fuck. I, I think everybody was high I think, anyway. I think Austin's with you. I think it's the rest of Texas coming aboard. Yeah. But I think all of the fucking old people need to die and let us have it. Word. We're good. <laughs> Word. I don't give a fuck. I mean, <laughs> old as die. in. So how did. <laughs> How did hip hop culture reach you in in Houston? It, was, it started with music, you know. It started with music. It started. It started with growing up in a band. It started with learning how to play shit, you know. So you were in high school bands and that sort of. No, thing? I was in uh, elementary school, junior high school bands. I'm talking about bands like wow. everybody. When I when I was growing up, everybody played something. Okay. You know, everybody had a bass, or somebody had some drums in their house, or somebody had a guitar, somebody blew the horn and some shit. Now that they've taken the the, the, uh, the music, music out, out of school. the schools, yeah. and then we're suffering. You know, music was like a universal language, man. We all love that shit. So now, and now it's gone. But uh, excuse me, I grew up in that. I grew up in music, and when hip hop came, uh, uh, you know, it was mind blowing because I seen some people that was like me. They was kids. And they was jamming, you know. Uh, 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 what's the shit? Uh, Rapper's Delight mm-hmm. was one of the first hip-hop songs I had heard. Um, I, my, my cousin is from New York, 
So I spent a lot of time up there and I heard a lot of shit. So I was kind of like cheating a little bit. Because mm-hmm. they could really, really rap. And, and I could really, really rap too. So we had a lot, a lot of fun. You know what I mean? So really, you really guys, cool. and that's how you got a lot of your education. I did. Well, see, that, that shows why you're a cut above the rest. Because you, you had that early education. With I, was, I, was, I was way in, in the hip-hop, like way ahead in hip-hop. Do you remember how old you, were when, how old you were when you wrote your first rhyme? I probably was about 14, uh, 15. But what was the moment where you were like, okay, I uh, seen a man die. Wow. Yeah, that's like, when I knew, like, oh, shit. Oh, you mean literally? <laughs> not the song. I'm thinking the song. I'm like, oh, wait no, a minute. the song, guys. <laughs> <laughs> if you ain't hip to my, uh, my catalog, that was when I really knew, like, oh, shit. You got some shit. Oh, when you wrote that song. Okay, got But it, it took that long for you to realize? Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah, not, yeah because minute. it was all fun and games <laughs> in the beginning, right? You make a song and you go home and shit and, and, and listen to it. And, bro, that shit is I broke tough. my fucking hand. I broke my hand, and I had some uh, painkillers, and I was I drink I used to drink a lot of Miller Lights, and I smoked weed, <laughs> and I was so high, like I had never been that high in my life, and I I remember yo can we hang out later? <laughs> as we should okay. <laughs> So right, let me remind you, you in Austin, you get caught smoking weed, your ass is going to jail. Oh. Uh, right? That's why everybody's no, so quiet. Oh, it's so quiet. That's why it's so quiet. No, it's quiet because it's cops cool. Are Help us again. out, y'all. It's just event staff. They're not, they're not cops. It's okay. cool. You're safe. It's a safe space. No, they're not cops. Sorry, so you were saying that you were high as fuck. Oh, I was super high. <laughs> I was relate. super high. And then um, I remember being in the studio. And the lights was off, like, like my. It was dark, 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 and all you could see was the, the glass. The engineer in the glass was Mike Dean in the uh, glass. Mm-hmm. Okay. It was just me and Mike Dean in that studio. It's always the engineer that's the inspiration for all the great songs <laughs> I've, I've found. No, don't play his <laughs> shit either. <I'm> not- <laughs> don't fucking play that. So, when. The first words and the way that it, it was dark and it was cold in there, and I don't like cold. Mm-hmm. All right? So when those first words came out, he greets his father with his That shit right yes. there <laughs> shot chills up my fucking body. I was like, oh, shit. You too? It hit me. It's kind of weird. And that was it. And it was at that moment <laughs> Brad had knew he had fucked up. <laughs> right then. It's right, weird. Then, right then it hit me. It's weird to hear you have a spiritual experience about yourself. Like you're also <laughs> you're also one of your your favorite rappers. That's kind of cool. No, nah, I don't really like me. No, really, nah. What's the line? But it now? was that moment that I knew I had fucked up. <laughs> I hit that. Sh- I, he greets his father with this. That shit. Woo. I was yes. like, damn. Tell us the line, the full line. He greets his father with his hands out. Rehabilitated slightly, but glad to be, be the, the man's child. He glad to see his old man when he walked out that bitch. It just shot, it just shot that shit up your spine. Well, I don't know if y'all ever had a really, really good nut, but that's how it felt. <laughs> You'll learn. Maybe when you're thirties. <laughs> I didn't. I'm out of there. My bad, man. <laughs> no, no, bro. Yeah. No. Let me leave that I'm, out of I'm there. I'm <laughs> I want to apologize to Sesame Street. Too. <laughs> 
<laughs> so wait, what, what, what I'm saying is, you're saying that when you wrote that, then you felt like you were no, nah, not when I wrote it. When you heard it back, when, when I heard rapped it. it, yeah, yeah. Ah, uh. okay, but I'm just saying, when in your teens did you feel like, okay, I'm just gonna pursue? You just mean you were just messing around that whole time? Oh, fucking right. I didn't even expect to get paid for it. Even during my mind's playing tricks on right. me. And before no, I the- knew I wasn't going to get paid for that one, but, you know, I had no fucking idea that wow. this shit paid. Wow. Man, so oh, like, uh, huh? Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. You mean you trying to pay me? Yeah. To rap? <laughs> yeah, but I. Wh- <laughs> what? But, but not the monetary reward of it. I mean, in terms of. No, no, fuck that. Hey, Quest. It was about the money when we was growing up, because we didn't have none. Right? Like, that shit was about the money. Like, we, we did some shit that was strictly for the money before rap started. All right? So when you said that you was going to pay me to rap, and I had to do this no more, <laughs> no-brainer. Yo, what's up? This is Fonte, Fontigolo from Team Supreme. Black representation in media is very important to me. I think it's important to have our stories told by people who look like us and who have shared in our common experiences. Some of my earliest influences were Donnie Simpson. Uh, I would also say Tom Joyner, Angela Stribling, uh, Sherry Carter. They were just people who told our stories with a lot of class and dignity and were big inspirations to me. The next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Schmurder to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now, they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcast, The Center Black Voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. All right, y'all. You know what season it is. Tis the season for spring breaking and planning our summer travel. And if you're like me, you're already in your Airbnb app trying to find which spot is right for you. Now, listen, while I'm looking to spend all this money, what I'm not doing is thinking about making money with Airbnb. See, you got to change your mind state. Make the money while you're spending the money. How, you say, Laia, do I make the money? Well, you host at your house. And I know what you're thinking. I mean, my whole house? Uh, Well, no, you don't have to do your whole house. I mean, you could do a room or, you know, do the whole house. So make some money while you're spending some money this summer. I'm trying to tell you, your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash host. In the 1980s, Frank Farian was riding high as a successful German music producer, but he was bored. German pop was formulaic, dull, and oh so white. Frank had bigger dreams, American dreams. He wanted to create the kind of music that would rival larger-than-life artists like Michael Jackson or Run DMC. So he assembled a hip-hop duo, two once-in-a-lifetime talents who were charismatic, full of sex appeal, and phenomenal dancers. The only problem? One very important element was missing, but Frank knew 
just how to fix that. Wondery's new podcast, Blame It on the Fame, dives into one of pop music's biggest controversies. Millie Vanilli set the world on fire, but when their adoring fans learned about the infamous lip syncing, their downfall was swift and brutal. With exclusive interviews from frontman Fab Morvan and his producers Frank Varian and Ingrid Segui, this podcast takes a fresh look at the exploitation of two young Black artists. Follow Blame It on the Fame wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Blame It on the Fame early and ad-free by joining Wondery Plus. So when did when did y'all form Ghetto Boys? How did that come about? I wasn't there. So the yeah. original really? incarnation was Johnny Oh, yeah, and, it was uh, yeah, Red, yeah, Ready Red. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. So why did, how did they just, or I guess, I, should I, I ask about Jay Prince? Like, what is, I've heard a lot about the legend of, of Jay Prince, but can't, don't know anything about him, but I know that it's, it's of legend. Who is Jay, what and who is Jay Prince, and how did he bring you into the fold of the Ghetto Boys? In, in, in my opinion, Jay is a masterful thinker. Mm. He's probably up in the top tier of thinkers, chess players. If you know, like an Einstein type of motherfucker, that's him. He has to be, because when you Google him, you can't find nothing about him. <laughs> right. And that's the most amazing thing. He, he, he's, I don't know, I would be more afraid of James than Trump. Wow. For real. Yeah. For real. Like, he's a masterful fucking thinker. Shit. Yeah. He's a master strategist. Oh. So how did you guys meet, and how did he, did he bring you into? Nah, it was like he heard a song, and he was like, hey, <laughs> we're going to put that guy in this group. And that's what it was. But that's, what? Not, that's not the average thing. Like, you know, I got a group. Hey, let me I'm like, put it, you. It, it, no, it was like, I got a group, and Ghetto Boys, cool. You're gone. You're gone. You're in. <laughs> You're cool. <laughs> but face is in. Wow. What yeah. you remember, What record was it of yours that he heard that made Scarface. him the uh, the original? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, it okay. fucked him up. <laughs> he was like, "Oh hell no! <laughs> I don't want no competition. Fuck that." <laughs> yeah. So was he the mastermind behind yeah. you yeah. guys just being? Yeah. Because when I when I first heard of y'all, I guess when Chuck G Chuck D shouted you guys out on Fear of a Black Planet. That's the first time I heard of the Ghetto Boys. And then I'll say, like, maybe two months later, then suddenly you guys were just, I heard, like, I saw more of your press than I heard the music because of the controversy uh, with, the, with the PMRC and, I guess, uh, I forget who the head editor. It was Tipper Gore, wasn't it? What, well, no, no, the, the head editor of uh, Billboard was Ted, uh, I forget his name. Like, it's, is, he, is, is like Ted 91. still there? No, no, is he's he? gone. He's gone. Is but he, is he dead? Uh oh. Why you got something? Just in case? I'm just asking. Like usually, like people don't just step down. People don't relinquish Especially power. Especially at places <laughs> like Billboard. Power. That's true. Like, people don't just relinquish their power. So if Ted either Ted, either Ted is dead or Ted is rich, it's I forget his name. <laughs> Fuck, man. I forget his name, but I've I remember reading his his uh, editorial about the shock of this album, and. Instantly, I was like, I got to get this album. And the album, that was, was it gripping on another level? Well, it or was, was, it it was, was the Rick Rubin version. The Rick Rubin version. Okay, they just one had Ghetto Boys on it. We did like 300,000 records independently on the first one before Rick even picked the shit up. How, so how did Rick wow. even get uh He probably heard that shit somewhere. 
You know, like. <laughs> so it wasn't like you guys were looking for a major nah, distribution. No, we were, not, we were and, not looking for a deal at all. But when you make somebody an offer that they can't refuse, you kind of got to make that move. You feel me? Yeah, yeah. And were y'all the first, like, Southern group on Def Jam at the time? It wasn't Def Jam. It was Def American. It was Def American. Oh. Yeah. So Rick had left Def Jam and started Def American. But you know what? I'm going to go out on a limb and say I might have been the first Southern act on Def Jam. Okay. Yeah, you were. Yeah, because who else? Because you, you were before Luda, right? No, oh, yeah. No, 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 no. Luda came out on Def Jam South. Oh, you mean yeah, just yeah. Def Jam proper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was Def Jam with the, with the, with the turntable yeah, the with turn the needle on it. Yeah, that, that was, was important, right? That was super important. Yeah. <laughs> that's official. That, that's, a, that's a bucket list plan right there. Like, to be on Def Jam. That was a dream. That's a childhood dream to be on Def Jam from Houston, Texas. Like not like a small little neighborhood in Houston, Texas called South Acres, and I'm on fucking Def Jam. Wow, that's real. So I supposed to be East so Coast. So I never ever take my my travel, you know, my journey for granted, bro. Like I'm from right there, and I'm sitting here with one of my favorite fucking the my favorite drummer. I call him. Who, what, me? I, what I call you? The human. NPC. NPC. <laughs> you, you told me that. You were one of the first guys that told NPC. me NPC. Like he don't. That's, that's my favorite compliment. That's my favorite compliment. He's the human NPC. I used to think he got mad. I, used to, I was like, man, he got mad because I called him a drum machine. Bro. No. You're that's a fucking that's, drum machine, bro. That's what, that was always my life goal, to be like a drum. To be that like discipline. That. Yeah. You in that pocket, bro. I got to be. Man, y'all give it a one-time request because he's a oh. bad motherfucker. Yes. I love that yes. he just... This is a first. This is a Quest Love Supreme no, first. That he actually took a compliment. I'm learning to yeah. take a compliment. Yes. Everyone says, so hit me with a thing. Yo, hit me with a thing. I don't got to thing. Hey, Fonte. Fonte, can you hit him with an impromptu? Yeah. Uh, I was, That's all I got. I was, oh, shit. I was like... That was loud wait, wait. Hell. Can I take over my show, please? No, just Go right ahead, my bad. All right, so when you're... <laughs> when you're... Most, most group situations are you know, usually childhood friends Mm-mm. that gel with each other and, and, and then become a group. You guys were sort of just assembled. Organized. Like, yeah. it was almost like a boy band, almost. Like, like this is how the shit happened. You knew him and him and me. And we had no idea who the fuck we were. We didn't know. We, we, didn't know. we was just Got in the van one day and rode out somewhere and rapped. It seemed like a super group, though. All, it, was, it was a super group. So how did you guys, was it easy to gel as a group? Um, I mean, you're strangers and suddenly you're going to enter this, this business venture together. I, I had no idea that it would turn into a business. I thought it was just, I thought we were just having fun rapping and recording this shit. You know, like this was my first time. I had no idea about nothing in the music industry, nothing about the music business, period. So I, I just wrote my shit and I left. Wow. You know, we're not friends. We don't hang out. We're not cool. I don't know y'all. So what, what <laughs> made what you hang around here for? <laughs> so y'all weren't friends. Y'all no. just, you just. <laughs> Q, we not friends now. <laughs> wow. But are you? Wait, wait, but are you family now? Like, is it like family. that? Like, you, you know, like you no, love somebody, no, but you don't no, like them. No, you know, no, I, okay, no, well, no, I'll be no. so. Right. And don't say Bill's name too long, too too loud, cause he'll pop his little ass up in here. <laughs> oh shit! I swear to God, not goodness. you, Bill. Uh, no, 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 I, I, I ill. <laughs> <laughs> I had a crazy, I had a crazy uh, 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 Bushwick Bill story where I didn't realize that he. Had gotten on stage. This is one. This is ah, it's like ninety seven, oh, wow. ninety eight. 
and I was playing with a very unusual kick drum. Maybe it was a 28-inch kick drum. It was like the, the part of the size of two. <laughs> he was standing up in front of him and you didn't no, know. No, he took a nap inside my kick drum. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> what? Please tell me that you hit it. Please tell me that you hit it. No, he, like, he was like laying and there was a pillow. There was a bunch of pillows inside yeah, my yeah. kick drum. He sat on the drum riser and then he just took a nap inside of... The kid. <laughs> I've heard more crazy stories about Bill. Like that's the oh, one thing bro. we never asked MC Search oh, for his Bush Bill, Bill story. But hey, I was in the group with him. <laughs> Case closed. Was it like a, was it like a, it was like a Mar- was it like that Martin episode? But my favorite is Face. What? What was that? What was that? Face. Nobody loves me. <laughs> nobody loves me. Face. Nobody loves a short man, but boy, how a short man can love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got some Bill stories, man, but I'll let him tell his own, man. So the cover of We Can't Be Stopped, that's real. I was pissed. What? You can tell it by the, I'm look. Yeah. Like, I, I was like, look, man, that's so fucking disrespectful. Like, so tell me the call that you got. Obviously, Jay Prince said, get to the hospital right now. No, he didn't say that. Jay don't, Jay don't get on the phone, man. Chief called us. Uh, oh, this is the infamous cover. Yes. Yeah, where, he, where he's in the hospital. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, but, 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 oh, yeah but just listen. set it up for our listeners. Yeah, please. Is everybody? So, they I, like 12. I guess the, the legend was that he mixed Everclear with something. Everclear, so we tried to shoot his eye out. That right. was, he made the song about the Everclear joint. He real? shot his, Bushwick Bill shot his eye out and... <laughs> oh wait! Did I? Y'all can see the look. Did I fall for <laughs> marketing? It was, it was marketing. in the tailpipe. Tell me the well, story. Why don't you let? Yeah. I'm gonna let him tell his own story. No, 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 no. Okay. Well, you were part of the cover, story. so explain to me how that cover came to be. So we had heard like at five o'clock in the morning, Bill got shot, and he got shot in the eye, and I was like, "Fuck, it's over." <laughs> yeah. Like he's fucking dead. But some kind of way that little motherfucker was rose up like oh like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Did it go through or uh, where does it go? Yeah, I don't know where it went, but I know that motherfucker ain't dead still to this day. <laughs> he um went to the hospital and they were like, yeah man, y'all might ought to come up here and get this album cover because Jay's so fucking smart. He thought Bill was gonna die too, so. <laughs> So he wanted y'all to pose next to his body. Oh my god! Yo, wow! I should I be laughing at this. Good marketing, hey bro. I can't make that up, man. We thought Bill was going to die, and we was going to take a picture on Bill's deathbed, and, and that shit was going to sell a million records, and it did. So, <laughs> yes, it did. <laughs> Fuck it. Google it, it. Did it. So, I mean, at first, you know, if Bill would have had his eyes closed and shit, I would have been cool with it, but. But he had a fucking phone on his head, the old brick phone. Yeah. <laughs> that shit was like this big. He's sitting up on the gurney. Like, you see his legs and shit on yeah. the gurney? Like, he was sitting up on that bitch like this. <laughs> <laughs> you can see it. <laughs> like a big-ass man with some little short little legs and shit, right? <laughs> He's got his fucking Band-Aid off his yeah, eye. Yeah, hanging down, yeah. His eye is fucking sticking out like a Halloween mask. And I'm like, shit. You serious? You want to take a picture with this, <laughs> this fucking Halloween costume, bro? <laughs> no, man. And from that point on, Bill has been like a Halloween, like a walking, like a 24, 
seven, three sixty five fucking Halloween costume, bro. He became Chucky. He became yeah. a Halloween oh. costume because he was the Joker too. You're right. And now he's. Now he. When's the last time you talked to him? Now he. Damn, that long. <laughs> now he. Bro, decades. Yeah, I don't never talk to Bill no more. We're, I'm good. <laughs> Like, I'm wow. fine. This wow. is heartbreaking, wow. man. No, I'm fine. Like, it's good. Like, we left in a great place. What about you and Willie D? Do y'all have any Me and Willie talk sometimes. Okay, okay. All right. But Willie ain't come out on stage, man, one time, man. I'm, I still kind of feel fucked up about that. When was this? We, <laughs> we had a concert in Houston and shit, and um, it was uh, DJ Quick and... A few other, you know, E4, like some great shit going on, right? And I was a co-headliner with Ice Cube. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. Now, a couple of weeks before, Willie came out with Tretch. Willie and Bill came out with Tretch to do this, do the Mind Playing Tricks record, right? And I wrote the fucking record. Mm-hmm. So I do this shit, man, and I'm thinking, Willie going to come out and do this shit on the strip because, you know, we probably going to go on tour one of these days. Yeah. And then he didn't go out on my set and went out on Ice Cube's set. I was yeah. like, you know what, man? I ain't never going towards you no more. Wow. We ain't going to never do no more songs, no motherfucking more. No reunion. None of that shit. A tribute to hip-hop honors? Fuck all that shit. Okay. NBA All-Star Game? <laughs> Fuck that. You know I don't believe that, right? On God. Yeah, it, it is. Come on, man. It no, has to happen. No. Yo, God. you said something, though. It. You wrote all of your mind playing tricks on You wrote the whole song? Except for Willie's verse. Okay. I did oh, the, and, and I did the beat. Yeah. Okay. How... Okay. The... The splash, the, the 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 splash symbol at the end of each verse. How okay? This is only a nerd question that Amir would ask. What was the ideology? I have no fucking idea. I, okay, I was, uh, <laughs> you knew that was the answer. Right. Yeah, I knew. Yeah, but here's the thing: you know how you run your, you you program your your, your MPC sixty right, mm-hmm. and you got to do the change up in the last two. Yes, yeah. and then you. That's that's one of my favorite. When I'm when I'm hitting a crash symbol, that's that's my crash symbol that I always hear. It's one of the loudest. It could have been poorly mixed too, though. So <laughs> it probably was, but it you know it. it I'm not sure if I mixed that record or it, not. But. It has made my arm come down with the force of Hercules on every symbol I've ever hit. Is that what you did, Mind Playing Tricks? On you did it on the MPC? I did it on the MPC sixty and. Uh, an EPS. Oh, then Sonic Joint. Wow. Ooh. EPS. Wow. Ooh, can you? Not. I'm not. I'm. Gonna, this is my first nerd out moment. But can you walk us through that that beat process? Just like where it started from and how you knew. So where you, you go into a room. No, not how you make it. No, <laughs> I mean. That, I mean that song. I mean that particular song. That particular song. My interesting. So when um, Willie left the group after the Ice Cube disc. The uh, Ice Cube. Which no one? Vaseline. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. When, when Ice Cube said, Willie D told me to let a hoe be a hoe, that was the end of the Ghetto Boys for good. That was it. Why? Wow. He thought he's bigger than the group? You I don't think? know. Or? I don't know. That's between y'all to talk about. But I know that after that shit happened, it was no more Willie. He left. Wow. Because that's and what he did. I was going out like a soldier record. That was the next. I have no idea. I don't know. But that's what happened. I was working on a... I, I was forced to work on a solo album. The first... Your, your first well, album... Oh, just yeah. the, the yeah. Mr. Scarface is back. Yeah, and this is all in my book, too, by the way. Um, You're saying you didn't want to make that first solo record? I wasn't even trying to be no fucking rapper. That shit was too much. It took too much time, and it wasn't paying no fucking money. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck I want to be a rapper for? 
Just give me enough money to buy this so I can flip that and do this. That's what I want to do. I want to do that. I don't fuck that rap shit. Okay, wait. Let me interrupt you one second. This also is the ongoing continuation of our discovery that all classics and all great moments are done in that alpha state. Oh, yeah. Where where if you plan plan a great moment or if you plan to make a classic or whatever, it never works. But when it's just an afterthought, like whatever. That's that's where the magic is. That's crazy. So all this time I'm thinking that that first solo record was like this plan for you like to pull a Michael Jackson off not the wall I, on your own Not that I group. can recall, man. I could be wrong, but I, I, if, if, I, if, I, if I recall correctly, I was, I, I was making songs okay. mm-hmm. for, 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 uh, for my solo album. And I had a song called My Mind Playing Tricks on Me. I had three verses. My first two verses and the this year Halloween fell on the weekend verse. All right? Well, some kind of way, Priority uh, had a meeting with James, and I, that record ended up on the Ghetto Boys record. Oh. Yeah, that was my solo song. That was on my solo album. Okay. But it helped to set up your solo, though. Like, that's... But it wasn't, yeah, it no, wasn't no, the no, plan. That, that, that's, the, that's the biggest fucking move that we could have made. Yeah. You know? It, it set up everybody's solo. If everybody got a, if everybody got if everybody coming off the success of a great fucking group album, then everybody has the opportunity to break solo. You know what I mean? It also and, well, good. This your talk show. No, no, no. Good. It's <laughs> your podcast. Continue. I um, I took, and once I tasted the blood, like I was like, fuck that. Like I can argue with myself. I can be at odds with me by myself. I don't have to have three other motherfuckers to, to argue with. I can just go in this motherfucker and fight with me. You know, I can deal with my own ego. That's the most fun anyway. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> man, that shit ain't right. So wait, so since that song is your baby, what does it feel like all these years later to have a song that's like, like every Halloween, it is that a timeless. And you know what yeah. the greatest part about that is? Yeah. I'm right there in the same light as my cousin. Because yeah. his song's going to play forever. Yeah. The mind playing tricks yeah. will play forever. That song's going to play forever. Like all the rest of that shit that I did in my life may not play for it may it, that shit may end pretty soon, but I know that every time if if they don't take away the Halloween, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so well, how did you trans? Oh, you, you go ahead. Well, wait. Well, I kind of want to go back to the first record. What I want to know is is that you know for those that aren't steeped in 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 in, in baptized in hip hop culture. You know, a lot of the ideas of what, um, especially in the political world, that were against rap music at the time, I mean, you guys were basically that, you know, the most shocking, the most disgusting, whatever, like, you could, whatever superlative you could use. Was it was the plan for that in the studio? Like we're 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 just going to be the most offensive group of all time. I don't, I don't I don't I don't think you can plan that. You know I think that you look at what's happening around you. Like and this was, you know I I remember going to to uh, Milwaukee, and, and going to Jeffrey Dahmer's house and shit where he did that shit at. Wait, you uh, went there? Fucking right. Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> I mean you kind of you hear about the shit. Yeah. I know oh. what venue y'all play too, because it was his house was right across the street from this big giant Milwaukee venue. I 
It, it, it's the only place where rap singers are. It's like a Masonic temple hall. <laughs> he didn't say he performed. He I didn't said perform he at just Jeffrey Dahmer's house. We yeah. just stopped. <laughs> I, I've been but, curious about what was on the inside of that apartment. I mean, yeah, I, I didn't go in. <laughs> there wasn't anything I just, in I there, I just remember man. passing by that motherfucker, stopping and getting scared. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. The house was I, empty. Everything was... I don't know if that motherfucker was in jail yet. No, he Uh-oh. ate everything in the house, man. You're missing my point. You're missing the whole point. You didn't want. All right, I'm going to hit you. Oh, I'm sorry. That was, that was, wrong. That was good. That was Excuse good. me. Words of wisdom. <laughs> oh, so good. That was a good one, Steve. That is. Yes, that was a great one. You can get one for that. <laughs> so with all of that shit going on, uh, uh, guys, I, we just kind of rapped about it. You know, but you y'all realize y'all were the first to really cross that line. Like at that point, N.W.A. was the was the high mark of offense, and even their stuff was more politically offensive, right. but not like to the level y'all were Protest, taking. Like a boy said, um, uh, like having sex with corpses and shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. like what? Like I think that was I, I, I would I didn't write that by the way. <laughs> I know this. <laughs> It would take a little bitty spooky looking motherfucker to say some shit like that. <laughs> but he didn't write it either. Willie wrote that verse? Did Willie was really I writing that. I think that a guy named Jukebox wrote that. Oh wow. Okay. And and Jukebox later went to jail for like uh murder or something. Of course, because he was having <laughs> sex with corpse. No, I'm not, nah, it was just it was just one of those man, we 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 really weathered a storm that we wasn't supposed to get out of. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was a lot of shit that went on in those years, you know. It was a lot of uh, 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 people getting killed. It was a lot of people going to jail. It was a lot of people being indicted. It was a lot of motherfucking friends falling out and not speaking no more. Like, it was a lot of penitentiary chances that went on doing that shit during that time, man. And we weathered that storm, man. And and from from seventeen years old to right now, man, I'm I'm happy, bro. I'm coming up on my thirty. In hip hop, yeah, my thirty. Nice. And in actual That's years amazing. too. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he could. You could do that. You could. You could do that. I signed my contract August the seventeenth, nineteen eighty-seven. No, eighty-eight. I'm lying. Eighty-eight. I was seventeen years old. Wow. And now I'm 47. <laughs> That's amazing, man. Ain't shit amazing about being 47, man. You just got to keep waking up. And <laughs> this shit hurts. <laughs> I, I want to get to the diary. Okay. That Which, was, I feel, I'm, I'm going to skip, skip over the, the, the world. The is world is That's my one, but we can, we can get back oh, no, to no, it. No, no, no. Okay, go to it. No, no, no. That Talk was, about it. I got some cool shit that happened there. Yo, yes, go ahead. <laughs> so let me roll. All right. Is that you playing the that's my, uncle, on that? that's my uncle playing the bass. Word. Man, I got one of the coldest uncles. At, at, like, my uncle Eddie, and we're not friends. We don't get along at all. <laughs> so can I, can I interrupt here? Because I'm confused. You seem like a super friendly guy who has no friends. So why aren't you friends with even your uncle? 
I've also met that's what Hey, yo, we should play one, but not right now. But that's, he's right. Yeah. <laughs> Don't play it now, though. I'll, I'll save it for it later. Yeah. yeah. No, I, like, I'm, I'm, I'm really cool as fuck, but I don't got no friends. I don't really want no friends. What about us? Can we be, can we, can Questlove, no. That's, <laughs> the, sec, that's the second time you've asked to be his friend. I knew that before you asked. Oh. Actually, uh, me and B, we, we I talked to real cool, and me and Q cool. Yeah. But the rest of y'all, we ain't really fucking around right now. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You know, I'm going to get him on chatting with Sugar tonight. That's the... So listen, first of all, uh, Mike Dean, yeah. how did he enter into the, to the conversation? Because so Mike Dean was an engineer. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. But Mike Dean played for Selena. Ah, wow. Okay. Mike Dean, was, Mike Dean was a keyboard player, a saxophone player, some shit for Selena. So, okay. So, but, but listen, though. Like, Mike Dean is a bad motherfucker. Yes. He's cold. You ever heard the intro to Jesse James? Yes. Yeah. Mike Dean That's played that, that shit. Oh, wow. And Mike Dean a bad motherfucker. Straight up. Um, we would bring shit to the studio and start making, you know, making, making songs or whatever. And Mike Dean would play on that shit. And, yeah, and, and and he's a masterful mixer. He's a masterful for those yeah, that, for those that don't know. Um, I mean, right now, I mean, Mike Dean's really getting his moment in the sun, kind of as Kanye's Travis Scott. It a lot I mean, of other kids, everything he did. Uh, Panda, right? Did he do Panda? Well, he did stuff on Designer's record. Oh, okay, okay. I don't know. But, if he did I mean, Panda, yeah. it, it's name it like from Two Chains to I mean, yeah. No, he's, he's getting his work. He's now. popping more now, but I didn't realize that he. Yeah. Worked he's, on your records first, he's so he's fucking awesome. Yeah. So I wanted to ask you about the Rap a Lot production squad. So Inno Joe, Beto, Auto. What was the deal with those cats? How involved were you in that? You forgetting me? Right. I'm saying you. I had you in the credits. You better as well. read them fucking credits. <laughs> <laughs> I read them. Trust me. Okay. How did? What was it like? Were you collaborating with them? I think that um that Inno uh, Joe has his own style, and so does Beto. You know, we forgot about Tone, Tone Capone. Tone Capone. Yeah, yeah. He's fucking yeah, awesome too. Um. Like, I started the production deal. I mean, I started that production movement off. You know what I mean? Like, okay. from, from uh, I Seen a Man Die to my mind playing. I did my mind playing tricks by my. I did my whole first solo album by myself. I did all of those beats except for maybe, like, uh, uh, Born, Born Killer. Killer. And I didn't do uh, Money in the Power. And I didn't do He's Dead. Yeah, that was the yeah. very, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, Simon did that. But I did the rest of that shit. Wow. Okay. All right. Um, listening to uh, the 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 '96 Ghetto Boys album, "The Death Do Us Part." Death Do Us Part, yeah. Read the credits. I probably did all that shit, but about one or two songs too. Man, putting together that uh, production team, just everybody collabing and, and and making great music. I think that's how you make great music. Yeah, you know, everybody's got to got to want to jam. You know, everybody's got to have an input. It can't be no fucking egos, you know what I mean? Like I don't have an ego. Like let's just let's just jam. Let's make the best record that we can make, and then we'll argue about who did the shit the best when it's over with. We'll I, let the we'll let the fans decide. I'm jumping around. So, the diary. What made you take 99 Luff balloons? Yes. For going down. Drugs. <laughs> Mix total six. <laughs> I love that fucking song, man. The first, oh, yo, my uncle played the bass on that shit. So, boom, like, boom. I'm telling you, boom, 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 my boom. uncle Eddie is 
probably the best musician that I've ever heard in my life. And I don't like that motherfucker. We just do not get along. <laughs> Is that him playing bass on, uh, on the I Need a Favor joint? Every, on the, everything. That's him? Everything. Wow. What's okay. his full name so we can look him up? Eddie Wilson. He's a bad motherfucker. He bad like Prince, though. But a, 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 on anything, he can fucking play chairs and jam. <laughs> but he blind. Oh, he's God. blind? And he's a fucking asshole, bro. I mean, how do you not like a blind man? Like, that's... I'm fucked up, too. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that motherfucker, and that motherfucker don't like me. So leave it at that. Oh, well, wow. sometimes the best collaborations are, are tension. You know he's, what I mean? He's, he's fucking awesome, man. He's awesome. He's Where to hear him compliment and dismiss him at the same time. At the same time. Yo, Amir, you remember that, that show, This Is Your Life, where they would bring on different people from your past? Yes. Like, he should be a contestant yes, on that exactly. show. Yes, exactly. Just bring all and of keep your... bringing on all the people you hate. Sure. <laughs> now can I roll it? We'll fly you no, out. No, no. Leave it alone. Leave it alone. Leave it alone. We'll bring you out, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so did you, I mean, at least with the diary... Did you feel as though like that was your? That well, let was me tell you what happened with, with the between the diary and the uh, the the, uh, the world is yours. The world is yours. Okay, so the the world is yours. We were smoking like regular dirt ass weed. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard this story before. When we got to fucking California, yes, talk about it. We were smoking that shit that has you like. <laughs> the fuck is that? So that that was the that was how going down. Ninety nine love balloons. Wow, that's called the chronic. That shit. That's what that shit was mean. It made you feel different, so it made you think different. So when you felt different, and you you, you it made you think and, and and play different. It was like wow. That's when shit started jamming, I think. I think it was the weed, man. <laughs> yeah. What question I always have for you with um, going from the diary to the untouchable. Like, it seemed like your production just stepped up a whole tone. other level. Oh, that was Tone Capone? Shit, yeah. Where? Tone of bad motherfucker, man. <laughs> bad. Hey, like, Southside was, Southside, that was my record on that. Hey, that man, Tone. Wow. Yeah. But Mike mixed. Mike was he? Yeah, cause he he mixed some stuff. Yeah, he mixed he mixed a lot of those albums, and he played on a lot of those albums. Um, but the production and the 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 mixing and the mastering of those albums right there was second to none. Nah, yeah, you could hear it. It yeah, went it up. It was like, wow, unbelievable. And do you, do you, I mean do you? As far as you being on everyone's like top ten list and 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 you know, this level of respect that you get, do you feel, do you feel valued or like, I mean, I've never read about you like getting to beef with other rappers and I mean, to the level that it was with doing that period, the East Coast, West Coast and this and that, you were sort of like the, the you were Switzerland, Switzerland yeah. almost like you were the happy medium. Like, but did you feel as though like I should be getting more respect? Like I pioneered, Nah, man, I'm cool, man. I like this. I like being down here on ground level. Mm. I like being able to come out to Austin and walk back out through the crowd, take a few pictures, and take my ass on back to my room. 
You know, I don't I don't want no whole bunch of fucking people around me. You know, uh, uh, I don't need an entourage. I like being down here on ground level with everybody else. Like, treat me like regular people. All right, I'm going to ask you the cliche question that I hate journalists asking me. But because you're such a, a pioneer of the South, uh, how do you feel now today that Southern culture is, is so ubiquitous now in hip hop where it's ubiquitous. now... Well, no, no. I'm just saying that it's 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 the it's real word. It's the gold standard. It's you know what, you know what Run DMC's version of New York was for hip hop, where everyone had to follow that template. Now, Southern rap, especially with with as far as Houston is concerned, like how do you do you feel some sort of way about it now, or the way that the the culture has reinterpreted or evolved? Uh, is it evolved or has it regressed? Uh, well. That's kind of what uh, I'm. I'm asking. No, 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 but no, no, let me let me let me finish though. Let me finish because I feel like like when 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 we first got started, it was impossible to break in New York. It was impo- Nobody in Philly fucked with us. Mm. You know, but nobody. Mr. Scarface's back was that then I record. Got, then I got love. Yeah, but then I got love. But but mm. everything sounded. Everybody had their own identity though. Everybody now shit sounds like one big long ass yeah, record. Yeah, like everything sounds exactly. The internet, like nobody we could probably blame the internet for the internet neutralizing. Is undefeated. Yeah, it's it's killed regionalism. You can't tell who's from where. Everyone sounds the same. No, and fuck that. it's funny you say about regionalism because literally I was talking to a good friend of mine from D- I'm from DC, but we were talking about hip hop. I know, and we were talking about your relationship with DC because he was like, you know, in light of uh, the the anniversary of celebrating of Biggie's death, he's like, for DC dudes, we weren't really in that pop versus Biggie thing for us it was Scarface then number one because he came to DC and he performed with Go-Go Bands that you still do to this day I do to this day yeah but can you speak to that and that relationship and it goes to the regionalism and relationships with different markets like that I like I like the idea of DC having its own identity man like DC never swapped out and went nowhere else they was always Go-Go mm-hmm. you know you had some you had some dope ass rappers out of there you know but but mainly the music in DC like Backyard can have a uh, 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 or RE can have a, a, a show in DC and sell the fucking place out. Oh, yeah. They don't need no rapper in it. Mm-mm. They don't need no big name. It's, they are the big name. Yeah. And and the whole fucking place from, from wall to wall is singing the song. I'm like, damn. Shit, I'm glad I didn't close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nah. It, it, it's, it's DC is like, uh, me and DC is like Frankie Beverly in New Orleans. Like he can, always, he can always go there and get a check, right? Always. DC just said it's like Frankie Beverly in DC because you know we claim him too, just like we claim y'all. Oh yeah, he is. Yeah. He is. Yeah, you so right. Yeah. But man, like that. <laughs> yeah, we do. He's not like Philly. Wait a minute, he's Philly. No, 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 no. He might have wait, been born there. Wait, wait, raised. wait. You're Philly, so why are you came for DC? I was born and raised in DC. I got a rep, and that's oh, what it is. Go. I'm just right. On on mother. On mother. Yeah, I see. So on mother. As far as it regressing or progressing, just do you feel some sort of way about? I do. I do. Or is are you indifferent now? Like, okay, well, no, it's not my turn turn anymore. Oh, I don't care about it being my turn, but I still want to hear dope music, though. All right. What's the last dope new thing you heard? Did you was like, oh, all right, well, maybe fucking uh. Kendrick Lamar, love me. That's a dope oh, yeah. song. <laughs> I want to be with you. I want love me. I'm like, yeah. Like, that's dope to me, man. 
What did you think about that? The soundtrack, just not just to you know. I'm just curious. The Black Panther. Yeah, the Black, Black Panther, Panther soundtrack. soundtrack. Have you heard that since you say Kendrick Lamar? And you know, it's kind of revolutionary in nature, in a way. I mean, for what he's saying, and it being such a, a Marvel film, and you know, some people would feel like that. I'm proud of that that film too, by the way. I like the Black Panther film, yeah. and I like the performance of it too. Um, back on on the, do I feel like fucked up? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I mean, I wish that everybody had their own identity, bro. Mm. You know, I wish that people would just, if 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 see his eye, it went like this. If Questlove did your shit, then you you knew his production. Or if Dre did your shit, you knew his production yeah. because they didn't sound alike. If Timberland did your shit, you knew who you know Timberland. Oh man, that's Timberland right there. Yeah. You, you know what it was. If Rockwell did it, you know y'all. You know, yeah. And now it's like if Premier did your shit, you know, you know, right. Swiss. Now everything sounds like good. goddamn. That gotta be uh so and so so and so. No, that's so and so. Bullshit. That sound like so and so so. Because everybody sounded like now. Same, yeah. You know? And, and, and it, 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 it fucks me up because there's no um, individuality in music no more. Ain't nobody got their... They just fucked. You know, get you some strings, bro. But at the same time, get you an identity, man. Because that shit you doing is going to last all of three or four years. <laughs> at best. <laughs> all right? You speak the truth. I do speak the truth. You have records that you heard two years ago that are irrelevant now and the artist is like shit what are we going to do now <laughs> right right <laughs> y'all said designer I thought about jokes it jokes was funny the beast was pumping yeah. ain't that something what the LL say with that shit when it was over or in cheesy rap blues no no what's all something he said the beast is pumping ain't that something anyway that shit is, you know, I want to I wanna have a career, man. And I want I want to build careers, man. So. I'll, one thing I always wanted to ask you, what is the, what is the process of you putting your albums together? Because I'll go on record as saying you are the most consistent rapper in terms of your albums. Like, you are the most consistent album-making cat, like, ever. Like all your records, and I mean that, like straight up, like all your records, that. it's, I mean, it's a ride. You just put it on, you ain't got to worry about skipping nothing. No, yeah, I, want, I try to do that. That's intentional. Q. Okay. So that's what's a, that's, your, a, that's intentional, Q. I know. All right. So what's that process? I'm like, a how fan. do you decide what makes it, what doesn't? <laughs> that feel, man, that vibe, you know. I mean, do you work uh, on 25 songs and then say, like, here's my final? No, continue, every, 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 every punch is, 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 is calculated to, to kill. <laughs> Every bullet is a shot. It's gonna, it's, it's there to do damage. So if I'm gonna start on a record, then I'm gonna finish that record. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I can spend a week on a record. I, I have a question about your, just your, your, your style of emceeing. Um, I'll say that you're probably also one of the. I mean, not to say that most of the figures in hip hop are, are caricatures, but. <laughs> But College I, shit, y'all. Caricatures? A caricature. Right. <laughs> Who was that? Right, that was, that was, that was my fucker. <laughs> right, but I will say that you... I mean, on surface, you'll, you know, again, someone that, that's not baptized in hip-hop will just take a, a gander and just say, like, ah, whatever. They're just spitting gangster shit, but, you know, you... A lot of your approach to your 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 song structure and your lyrics 
deal with like you having a conscience you you uh expressing regret you really having three dimensional thoughts of these things and it's it's almost like therapeutic i know that you you've gone on public record about dealing with depression and 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 that in your life how and especially i i, I guess with the black people we never we we were we never, never too vulnerab- to, vulnerability like, yeah like we we're always guarded about the idea of therapy or or that sort of thing and 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 dealing with depression but you've going can you speak on how like is writing are, are writing these songs your way of doing that when you're um cuz you've been mad vulnerable on on your stuff so it's it's you know, we're praising Jay Z right now for four, 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 like at the end of his career. Like, right, took him a while to get there. Yeah, he was, but you were always doing that. Mm-hmm. I um, I, I want to give a, a a shout out to my uh, teacher that taught me how to write. You know, Miss McCluskey, she taught me how to write, and she um, she always said that your story had to have uh, a beginning. Uh, 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 was it a, a climax? No, uh, a topic. It was a, a thesis statement. You got the A, Vontae. She'll kill me if I didn't know this shit. It was. Um, she listening. She's dead. Oh, <laughs> what is she Why listening? Did you say it like that. She's he didn't, he didn't like, like her she's anyway. Dead. <laughs> she either rich or nah, dead. She's either rich or dead. <laughs> she did. Yeah, because I was like in in the third or fourth grade, but it had to have a a, a a beginning, a body, a climax, and an ending. Okay. So that's how I wanted to always address, you know, a, a step to my right. That's how I wanted to do my writing. I always wanted to write about something. I always wanted you to feel that shit and be, oh, my God. And then I always wanted to end it right. But most MCs, like Biggie himself will say that a lot of his narrative was based on what his friends said. Okay, well, it didn't happen to me, but I'm going to tell a story about, you know, what, what my friends talk about, and I'll put in story for him. But you're, like, I believe first person, yeah. that <laughs> all of your narrative was... I was there in that motherfucking room, huh? Yeah. <laughs> but what? Is it true? Is that true? Hey. I, I just said to my I, girlfriend hey. that the other day. I said maybe he because sometimes you like you tell me a mirror, you have to look recall. at it like a, you have to look at it like an art. So I just figured. I don't recall. Oh, okay. Yeah, you can't claim all the stuff that he's. I'm just oh, I got you. I, oh, I, oh. Let's just say that I have witnessed a lot of shit in my time of dying. How do you process that without getting numb? Because that's it's not I'm normal numb to, to the see. Point. Like it's not normal to see that much tragedy occur. I'm I'm numb to the point till I only feel fucked up when something bad happens to kids now. I mean like babies and shit. Like when, when old mm. people die and shit, I don't even give a fuck no more. They gotta be like or you celebrate twelve them. and below. Huh? If old people die then they made it. Like I'm talking about over fucking No, he means like non teen like twenty. Yeah. <laughs> oh, never mind. <laughs> No, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm, I'm not serious. I'm not serious. Oh, well, yeah. It's like, okay. if you're old as fuck, man, and you a mean bastard, then fuck you. Goodbye. I can't wait for you to die. But you. Yeah. Why are you 
are you looking at me? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel the same way as him, but you were looking at me like I'm no, the no, mean master. <laughs> well, you've always been very open about your struggle with like depression and like bipolar disorder. How do you cope with that now? Shit, I, I, I know how to get in the box. I know how to get out the way, man. Mm. I just go in my room, you know, go to my... I can stay in the house for weeks, man. You know, just stay in the house. Do you think we're in a new era with mental health where we can really have these conversations? Because I feel like now, like, we weren't having these, like, 10, 15 years ago. We weren't talking about bipolar. It was crazy Uncle this. Or we weren't really diving yeah, into what up. was Yeah, they gave that shit a name, and they gave it some dope, too. Different, all kinds of, yeah, sir, quill, lithium. prescribe you some drugs, fuck it. Yeah, it's true, but, you know, but it is something to it, correct? It's nothing to it, man. Yeah. Either you want to fucking die or you don't. Like, you know what I mean? Have, Either do you you're good? fucking happy or you're sad, bro. Do you, have you gone to therapy? Yeah, I did two years in the fucking uh, hospital when I was a kid. You know, just back and forth. You get to the level four and then they let you out and then you back down at the fucking... Uh, Pre, pre-level one or some shit, you know? That ain't shit. Can't nobody make you feel Redland. how you don't feel. No, they had, uh, I had melaryl and, and lithium. See, I knew, oh, wow. something about lithium. giving young kids back in them days lithium and Ritalin. Yeah. And, but, but the thing is, anything for me to write you a prescription, man, I'm down, oh, this motherfucker's crazy. Let's give him some dope. Right. And I don't think that's the best, I don't think that's the best uh, antidote for that I don't think that's the best fix. You know what I mean? Like, I think that a good ass ass whooping will straighten all of that shit out. <laughs> Wait, I wasn't expecting that. I thought you were going to say like a lifestyle change, uh, yeah. you know, a diet. Uh, man. Like, yeah. if you got a kid, <laughs> a timeout, man. And if your kid is, is like, uh, your kid has autism, then I understand. But don't let them dope them up. Yeah. But, and if your kid is like, like my uncle, I got an uncle, right? And they don't give him no medicine, and he's he cool as fuck. Don't laugh at my fucking uncle. I'm not, that's not, that's cool not I wasn't laughing. Like, don't look over here. Oh, no, that was, go ahead. Don't fucking laugh Continue. at you, man. That fucking makes me mad, bro. I don't want to make you mad, Mr. Well, Jordan. Yeah, but when you said, I was trying to understand what you said when you like, were explaining that. He got that the bubble. But you just need a fucking ass whipping, man. Like, if you fucking. Fucking up in school, man. Kick that kid in his ass. They took corporal punishment out of school, so you fucked your kids up. Now, see, we just <laughs> had this whole conversation with Rosario Dawson about beating your kids, and see now. Beat his motherfucking ass. <laughs> hmm. Listen, look at me. Look at me. Do it. I'm going to tell I you. got my ass beat. Everybody did. Like like all did. Am well, I a fucking no, bad every, kid? They, they don't no. do that. No. They don't, they don't do that. You look at the average 16-year-old now, and he's way worse than I ever. Well. Yeah. <laughs> I was bad as fuck, but I never told my mom to fuck off. How about that? I never I never fought my dad. How about that? Calm down. I never cussed my grandma out. Like, it's, <laughs> it's, you, it's definitely These kids be disrespectful. a disconnect, man. Yeah. You got to take that fucking board. But I also think that communication. They got opinions now. I mean, you, well, look, you don't have I... A, I Okay, I'm the guy without a kid. Advice with Wait, why, like, you yeah. give me, why, you, why you give me the side eye before I give the opinion like you? Yeah. Because you got beatings, but go ahead. I know you got the whooping. Yeah, you know yeah, we all got it. I was raised yeah, by turned a out to be a great guy. Yeah, but I, there's also a downside to that as well. You know, I mean, what's the downside to getting your ass whooped? I want to know. I mean, I did the right thing, but I also had a very strained relationship with my dad. You know, so oh, no, he was trying to take something out on you. You should let your mama whoop your ass. I know. <laughs> 
Daddy shouldn't spank. Like back then, like back then in the seventies and the eighties when we were growing up, you grew up in the seventies, eighties, right? Yes, seventies. Okay, all right, cool. So back then it was like our dads had like some real pressure they was under, man. If it wasn't, it was like bills, mama tripping. I'm gonna beat this nigga ass. With this <laughs> That's how this you're went. right. You're right. Beat your motherfucking ass as soon as I get home and hang up. You can't beep him or call him back because he ain't got no <laughs> cell phone. It's like some different shit. Like you gotta wait on the right. Uh, that and was you don't the worst. Get, and you don't even yeah. know when the, the ass is gonna come. You hear the door close and shit, and they talking and, and getting comfortable. You in your room and shit. Taking their like, clothes off. Go to sleep. <laughs> you're like, so pray to God. You get in the bathtub and shit. And as soon as you walking out that bathroom, hear this motherfucker come. Why? Right? You're laughing, but that, that was basically like. No, I know. Yeah, that's <laughs> how I, like. that shit. I got ass whooping too. But that ass whooping, and, and listen, man, the ass whooping helped, man. And now that I'm older and I realize how important those ass whoopings were, I'm cool with it. And I know that can't nobody make me feel how I don't. If I'm not happy, then fuck it. I'm not happy. Who to me, shit? Get out my fucking room, mom. Not in those words, <laughs> but I don't want to. I don't. I don't. So no more drug prescriptions for. Right. No more lithium at the age of seven. No, just fuck no. And this no. episode of Quest Love Supreme is brought to you by Ass Whoopings. Yeah, we've had a couple of episodes. We had a ass. couple of them. <laughs> anyway. It takes a while to get there. Hey, man, so. you got a half a gym. That's, uh, <laughs> uh, that's Alfonso, man. Yeah. All right, y'all, you know what season it is. Tis the season for spring breaking and planning our summer travel. And if you're like me, you're already in your Airbnb app trying to find which spot is right for you. Now, listen, while I'm looking to spend all this money, what I'm not doing is thinking about making money with Airbnb. See, you got to change your mind state. Make the money while you're spending the money. How, you say, Laia, do I make the money? Well, you host at your house. And I know what you're thinking. I mean, my whole house? Uh, well, no, you don't have to do your whole house. I mean, you could do a room or, you know, do the whole house. So make some money while you're spending some money this summer. I'm trying to tell you, your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash host. In the 1980s, Frank Farian was riding high as a successful German music producer, but he was bored. German pop was formulaic, dull, and oh so white. Frank had bigger dreams, American dreams. He wanted to create the kind of music that would rival larger-than-life artists like Michael Jackson or Run DMC. So he assembled a hip-hop duo, two once-in-a-lifetime talents who were charismatic, full of sex appeal, and phenomenal dancers. The only problem? One very important element was missing, but Frank knew just how to fix that. Wondery's new podcast, Blame It on the Fame, dives into one of pop music's biggest controversies. Millie Vanilli set the world on fire, but when their adoring fans learned about the infamous lip syncing, their downfall was swift and brutal. With exclusive interviews from frontman Fab Morvan and his producers Frank Varian and Ingrid Segui, this podcast takes a fresh look at the exploitation of two young Black artists. Follow Blame It on the Fame wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Blame It on the Fame early and ad-free by joining Wondery+. Plus. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com.
Yo, all right, so I got some like rap nerd rap a lot questions. Yes. What happened to Tulo? Shit. Funky little nigga. The, the, the fucking system got him. Oh, really? Yeah. I think that he was introduced to a, to a lot of grown people's shit at such an early age until the shit that he thought that he could get away with, he wasn't smart enough to, you know, get away with. Mm-hmm. You know, we were smart enough to get away with that shit because we were grown. But you can't be fucking 14 years old and smoking weed and uh, stealing police cars and shit and not go to jail. <laughs> shit. Okay, too low, too much trouble. That's a lot of twos. Yeah. That's a lot of twos. Um, I think one of the brothers in too much trouble passed. Okay. Uh, I don't know what Drunk D is doing right now. I do know that... Uh, what's the little dude's name? Bar the, none. The other one, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's a maintenance man now. Well, he was a maintenance man last okay. time I checked. Choice. I, shit, I don't know. I haven't seen her in a long ass time. Okay. I mean, um, so we didn't. We spoke, spoke on it briefly. How did you get in touch, or how did you bring uh, Devin the dude? What was y'all's history like, Devin dude and Odd Squad? Okay. So Devin, so the Odd Squad had an album on rap a lot. Fat Enough for Everybody. Fat Enough for Everybody. And that was the best fucking album I had ever heard. And I don't think that it did what they wanted it to do. So the Odd Squad was kind of on the back burner. I took Devin out of the Odd Squad and put him in Face Mob. Okay. Remember the group I had, yeah, Face yeah. Mob? I produced an album on Face Mob. And then that did great. And we doubled back. And I wanted to do a solo album on Devin. I did Devin's first solo album. You know that? You did? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, I did that album. And it was it was uh Devin. And the name of the album was The it Dude. Was the dude. Yeah. But they just started calling him Devin. Devin the, the Dude, dude. yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I fucking pioneered that whole picture in the bathroom boobying and all yeah, that yeah. shit. We did we even did a commercial, bro. And if you get a chance to look up the fucking commercial, it is the funniest shit in the world. Of him in the bathroom? Yes, Lord, it's hilarious. Millie Jackson now. Uh, yeah, it's an actual video of him getting out in the truck, and it's just funny as hell. Um, that was dope, man. We 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 sat down and we did an album on Devin the Dude, and the rest was history. He's he's the funniest kid I know. Like he's funny as fuck. He's still making records. He's still, still making still records. Making records. Still, making great records. Every time he touches up, yeah, record. it's like gold. Yeah, Devin is great, man, and he smokes so much. Weed. That's you awesome, know. and he's still productive. I I <laughs> I herald people like I that. I look at Steve. <laughs> Picture of productivity over here for sure. How <laughs> yeah, I like him. I had a question about um, Lil J. He speaks on it. It's on the intro of I think it's Emeritus, the Emeritus album. He speaks on the Lil Troy situation. What exactly is that? I don't know, man. You know, me and Troy reconciled our differences, man. Okay. He said some things about me that weren't true. And, um, you know, he had to fix that. So, you know, me and Troy, cool. Y'all good now? Yeah, we all right. Okay, word up. I don't don't know what him and uh, Jay's relationship is, but me and Troy, all right. Okay. Yo, what's it required in uh, 2018 to get a Scarface feature? Really? <laughs> the last record I heard you on, well, the, in terms of New Cats, you on the Freddie Gibbs record, the uh, the Freddie Gibbs and Madlib joint. 
Yeah, I was on that one. Yeah. Khaled? You did a Khaled record, right? Yeah, but now I'm tired, man. So whoever got it, got it, and it's just a rap. Yeah, and then uh, uh, fucking thought. Wait, he Hold up. He said, tell me. He said. A lot of people retired that day, man. Wait, no, no. Wait, wait. All right, so Tariq told me. When I told him I was going down, he said, ask. No, sir. Ask our face. What happened in the studio? He said, you walked away? Like, left. Why? He said, and quote, he said, Brad, come on. He grabbed his son and was like, get out of here. <laughs> like, he just walked out of the studio. I heard his new shit. Oh. Yeah. Oh, my God. Which one? The, the joint? The, All the, of it. Streams of Thought. We're, oh, my God. I'm, I'm purposely not letting people know what's happened with the roots, but a lot of things <laughs> a lot of things are about to happen in 2018. Oh. Boy. But whatever he it. heard just made him walk out of the studio. Out. But oh. you were supposed to bless it. You were supposed to bless the mic, but you ain't. No, I wasn't no. supposed to bless the mic. Okay. He was just, no, I was oh, okay. listening. Just but he does one of the, he, he, <clears throat> you're one of his heroes. Can Black hey, Thought get my, a feature? That, that is my, no. He's, oh. he's, he's my hero. <laughs> But you're his hero. Like no, no, he's my hero. Okay, we'll just sit here all day and say, are you about who's his hero? hero. Who's, you're cool with that. But I'm not going to go in there fucking with that man. Damn. Leave that man. Hey, you better leave Damn, that man Reed. alone, man. Damn, Reed. Don't go in there fucking with him. And I, I'm telling you, I'm warning every rapper. No. Yes. No, 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 no. See, Don't warn we're, we're No, because the thing is, is that <laughs> what isolated, this is what isolated his first 20 years. We're trying to, no. we're trying to, I'm probably the only one that kind of like was scared of that 10 minute freestyle. Cause I was like, nah, man. Cause then everybody going to be like, I ain't going to rhyme with him no more. Oh, that's why we didn't get the J record. I wouldn't give a damn. No, they were doing it. I mean, that was, that was their excuse. Like, well, that nah, man, man said, cause it, like, cause Jay kind of said. Yeah. He's say you're scared. Say you're scared. Say you're scared. No, no, I, I, it's, I mean, it's one thing. It's one thing, like the whole, I mean, first of all, Nas ruined everything with that nah, whole, the whole Eminem, you, Eminem killed you on your killed own you shit. On your, yeah. So that, that line alone made people paranoid about getting killed on their own shit. And it's like, the only time you're really going to stand next to someone is if they can do something for you. Right. As far as help you raise your profile, nuance. So if you get if you get like outrun by somebody that has a, a nobody. name, yeah, or nobody, don't really do nothing for you. But and even though he's every rapper's favorite rapper, is technically like he's in every man nobody category. Uh, Shit. And it's yeah. like I can't afford to take an L from someone that I'm more famous bigger, than more famous than. than yeah. yeah, right. It ain't even about the L with me. It's like. Mm-mm. <laughs> no, but he wants he wants to play in reindeer games, and it's like a lot of the times cats will just say like, I mean the reason why I like it's a lot of pussies big, in hip hop. Big pun. Never mind. I don't feel like getting <laughs> it. Here's the thing. You know how you got a, the the motherfucker's the champ, and then you got the number one contender, mm-hmm. and the champ don't want to fight him. Mm-hmm. That's what Tariq's. That's what he faced with right now. Because the motherfucker that's on top, whoever he is, whoever he may be, he don't want to get in the ring. Don't fuck with him. No, no, no. I want a Don King the situation. What that boy said about that bull inside the China, China, uh, bull in China shop. Yeah. Yeah. So it's damn. Come on, young boys. I want, I want Tariq to be. I want him to play reindeer game. I don't think it's gonna happen. But he ain't gonna dump. And it's not on him. It's on. I'm gonna do a record with him. Say what? Say you what? What's that? Oh God, I'm gonna do a record with him. Man. Yeah, for sure. 
he, I, I want that. I yeah, want I'm definitely going to do a leg with him. All right. Yeah. Oh, damn, I should have taped that so I could send it to Reek so he can no, make sure. No, no, I'm well, doing we're taping an episode oh. of Quest Love Supreme right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm so, definitely that's doing that. Right. That. That's right. He's part. so fucking dope, man, until, you know. Well, he appreciates that because you're definitely one of his, his rhyming heroes. So. He's one of, he, he, he is my rhyming hero. <laughs> is it true that uh, you and Sleepy Brown at one point were going to do a blues record? Damn. Shit, I don't know. <laughs> but Fonte does. <laughs> well, I, I like know. the sound of that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. Yeah. Wait, yeah. how did you hear about that room? It was, if I read it somewhere, I can't remember. But I, I, I think maybe it was an interview. I think maybe it was a sleepy interview, uh, something. But he mentioned something about you and him. I'm doing some you, blue know who, stuff. you know who Sleepy Daddy is? Oh, yeah. Jimmy Brown from Brick. From Brick. Right. Yeah, yeah. Dope, right? Man, his daddy's so dope, man. Like, so Brick was my hero, like, yeah. Like Tariq is my hero, and <clears throat> I met them on the Time Joiner cruise, man. And man, I oh, you went? There. Damn, I'm, I'm sorry. Bucket list. Go ahead. Go. <laughs> go. I'm black. Wait, if you go. see unpaid bills face right now, <laughs> hey, be ill. Yeah. Go. Okay. No, don't think. Wait, oh, man, that's, you're gonna enjoy that shit, bro. <laughs> you should. So Brick was on the Time Joiner cruise show. <laughs> Not the Tom Joyner Cruise show. The cruise The itself. Fantastic Voyage. He was on the Fantastic Voyage. And man, if I tell you that they jam like a month. Oh, I heard all oh, night. I got to see it. You ain't done it yet? <laughs> no, I got to see it. I haven't been either. It's, it's like I a, have a the, day job. Like, I can't go on cruises. The so. Tom Joyner Cruise is a party that lasts from 6 in the morning to six in the morning, to six in the morning, to six in the morning <laughs> for seven fucking days. For all the white people, Tom Jordan is a very popular black radio personality who uh, is very rich and been doing radio for about 30 years and does this cruise and all the black people know about it. And when... <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was coming. So I knew it was coming. Oh, shit. <laughs> when, when, when you get off that cruise is when your vacation starts because you fucking whipped. <laughs> okay. It's crazy. Duly noted. Who are you? Who uh, do you have any like buddies that you golf with now? I read that you're into like golfing pretty heavy. Um, man, uh, I played. I used to play golf a lot with a, a, a famous NBA player, man, that is no longer with us. With us, man, and, and uh, much love to Moses Malone. Oh. Mm. Yeah, uh, Moses Malone was a bad motherfucker. Yeah. He couldn't golf worth the shit, but he was a good. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> um, I played with. Uh, you know Johnny Gill got a hell of a golf game. Word, what? Man, fucking uh, black sheep. Uh, Dress got a hell yeah, of a see, golf game. Yeah, I see game. him on IG. Got I see a him mean playing. ass golf game. Um, Arian Foster got a decent golf game. Um, shit, I know I'm playing golf. This is so game, dope. Search the entertainer. Garbage. Word. <laughs> <laughs> and he got all the clothes. He got all the clothes. He got clothes. some nice shit, but none of the play. game. <laughs> Joe Torrey. Trash can. Word. <laughs> <laughs> nah, these them my partners, man. They got a pretty decent game. Um, who else do I play golf with? I don't know. I play golf with a lot of old men. Oh, you yeah, know who? So, you know who can play the fuck out of some golf? Ooh, Clyde Drexler, bro. Wow. I can believe it. Yeah. Yeah. Don't fuck with Clyde. If you see Clyde on the golf course, don't even don't even ask that motherfucker for a picture. Just walk the other way. You drink, what you do when you golf? You got like a I'm whole, because I know some people like no, to. I'm serious. You just serious. Oh, you don't I'm even have a cocktail. You just. No, I'm uh, going to bet. Okay. Oh. I'm gambling. Don't fuck with me. Don't talk. 
If you're going to talk and play music, you get in your own fucking car. Don't fuck with me. <laughs> I, I want to go golfing. One thing I always want to ask you about, uh, your relationship with UGK. You did the Candy record on the, the O6 album. Dude, I, I, I love that fucking song. I did that record. Is that you playing guitar on that? Boom, 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 boom. That's actually a keyboard. What? Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, I played that shit. Wow. Oh, and that's a, uh, that's, that sample is from um, The Newness is Gone. Eddie Kendricks? Eddie Kendricks. Yeah. Uh, okay. yeah. I didn't know the shit was a sample. It's a sample. But uh, you see how I fucking manipulated yeah. flipped, flipped it and masked it and made it dope. Yeah. Nah, that shit, I love that record, man. Yeah, Have you, yeah. are you and Bun, are y'all still like we real working cool. with him? Y'all good? Okay. Yeah, we, we, we're not working right now. He's he been calling me about doing a record, but like I said, I'm retired, man. I am re. Except for really that retired. black record. You said that after Emeritus, though. And yeah. then you came with DVD. No, movie. no, I was retired from rap a lot after Emeritus. Oh, okay, okay. Michael Joy. Makes sense. Okay. That was the wink button. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm trying to translate to our radio audience what uh, you just did. I was, there was okay. a wink in there somewhere. Yeah, it's like ha. to retire and, 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 and still hold a position. Like, it's Scarface Emeritus. Like, that's it. How, would, uh, how was Jay Prince when you did the one record, when you did the fix on Def Jam? How did he take that? Yeah, how did that happen? I wasn't signed to rap a lot. Oh. So I was... I was free to go. And what made you come back? Uh, business decision. You know, um, I did a um, I did an album, and that album was successful. And then I did another one, and that album was successful too. So that was that. Gotcha. Now I'm enjoying my independence. Uh, I, I love being. Um, I love being a partner with myself. I want to add. What was what was the how serious was the Def Jam South and you being the president of the label like how serious was it well every time I saw you you were in business mode so I (laughs) I had a I had a hell of a staff man I didn't have to do shit but uh, but mastermind like the best way to spend this money you know the best way to, to to roll some shit out the best way to what was not, it? To not spend a lot of money doing shit. So you signed Luda to Def Jam, correct? I did. What was it about him that you saw that? Hands, he, hands off. He did it. He, he was already there. And that was a great way to springboard what I was trying to do. You know, he was already, I think he was 30, 40,000 records in, in, yeah, in already. on the first joint. Oh, was it 100? Yeah. The, uh, the Fat Rabbit? Nah, that was, well, yeah, that was the first, but the first album, it was... Um, Incognito. Incognito. Yeah. And that's I, why he called the Def Jam album back for the first time. When I, when, yeah. I was uh, shooting a World War II, a World War Three video with Swiss and... Oh, Snoop damn, Lim. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, we was way out somewhere. I don't know, we were in Long Island or some... We was way out. Way out. And Shocker was saying, yeah, we get ready to go meet with this label, so-and-so, so-and-so. I can't say the name. But I was like, man, before you sign, man, please come see me, bro. And um, we talked and I relayed, you know, and conveyed to the powers that be that that's what I wanted to do first. And they made that happen. So the rest from there is history. So Luda's a star. 
Was he kind of like the perfect artist since he came from radio and he'd already had the, the other record, like him and Shaka? I mean, you gotta and, be, you gotta be a strategist to think yeah, like this. But somebody yeah. was on the same page, yeah. you know. Yeah, but I, I love Luda, man. He he did his thing, and you know, it, it put me in a different light in people's eyes. Like, I, I'm not only can I rap or make beats and shit, but I'm a I'm a master fucking planner too. I got a bucket list wrap up questions, okay. but. Have, uh, I'm trying to think. I got oh, rap a lot question. Big Mike, where's what's Dope. the deal with him? I haven't seen Mike, man. Uh, he was probably the dopest rapper on Rap a Lot, in my opinion. Where? Yeah, I think he was. Dope you put him over fun. you? Yeah, I think he was dope, man. Did you hear his first album? Yeah, something serious. I had that record. Yeah, but do you know who was singing "Fly Holes in Chains, Chains and Swing"? No, that, that was Pimp, was, right? That was Pimp. Yeah, that was Pimp. You know who sung "Look Me in My Eyes"? Look me in my eyes. On, on, on my song, "Look Me in My Eyes." Nah, who's that? That was Pimp. Wow, okay. Yeah, Pimp C did. Man, Pimp C was cold as fuck. He really was. Yeah, nah, Big Mike was dope, man, to me. Yeah. He was dope. He had a voice. So when he came into Ghetto Boys for the, I think it was the Death, was it to Death to His Part album, yeah. was y'all y'all still cool at that point? Like, did you welcome him in, like, being on that record? Uh, or was he another stranger in the group? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, he was another stranger in the group, man. Um, actually, we were friends. He was in the convicts first. It's convicts, yeah. And you know, three two, three two is yep. dead. When did he pass? I want to say about a year ago. Oh man! I shot him in the back of the head. Shit! Uh, yeah, his friend. He was walking out of the damn store, and dude just knocked my pot in the head off, man. Man, um, I think rap like CJ Mack, Mad CJ Mack. I haven't seen CJ Mack. I haven't talked to him in a long ass time. I think you might be shooting movies or something, though. Okay. Speaking of which, you good? Yeah. I, can we get the mic judge? I, I can like, keep. Like it's like a double judge. Like, I'm waiting. Wait, 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 wait. Jump in. Hey, be ill. Yeah. Feel free to jump in. Anytime. Okay. Oh, yeah. Just like random names, like my mother. <laughs> yeah, I did a record with her back in uh, 19. <laughs> I said hello. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so Just with, with Mike judge, judge, how, how did that relationship Mike Judge is a Ghetto Boys fan, believe it or not. I can believe it. Believe it or not, it was the first it thing was in, all in through, script. Yeah, all through Office Space. Huge yeah. Ghetto Boys fan, man. So um, we kind of met and hung out, and I got a part in the, the fucking uh, Idiocracy movie Idiocracy, as, yeah. as Upgrade. Two days, double dose of my pimping. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's a funny-ass dude. Did you ever think that that, Film would be so relevant right now. Man, no it was made ten clue. years ago. Right, yeah. That's probably years? like for him, like making bamboozle for me. No, yeah, yeah. Like making bamboozle back then, I was like, ah, Spike's a little crazy. But now it's like bamboozle. Spot the fuck on. Spike was right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> have you has any of you have any of you seen or heard of Idiocracy? Mike it's, Judge. It was shot right here yeah. in Austin. How can you not know about Idiocracy? Maya, Maya, right? It takes place in the not-so-distant no? future, and it's Maya about now. a wrestler becomes president. Uh, yeah. Uh, close enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sort of the same thing. Okay, so before we wrap, a wrestler. I, before we wrap up, I just want to know, uh, you've made so many appearances on everyone's... What is your what is your in your opinion your 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 top three cameos? Well, not cameos, even performance, but just good experiences at making records. Was it 
Pac was it? Yeah, that was that was a bomb. That was a fucking blast. Because you know, if you know two, uh, two where did you make smile? Where did you wild? All right. So he was he was a damn fool in any setting. You know, I don't give a fuck if he was at a funeral or a wedding or well, he was a damn nut. So we got a chance to record Smile in L.A. at Larrabee, I believe. So you and, went out there? Yeah, I was, I was in L.A. recording the Untouchable album. Okay. And oh. he came in a Hummer. I was living at the Oakwood in Burbank. Anybody from California? You know what that is? I know the Oakwood, Oakwood in Burbank on Barham? Yeah. So I heard we were smoking. And then this is the first time, like I said, we were smoking that shit. <laughs> and I heard somebody on the loudspeaker say, Brad Jordan, we know you're in there. Come out with your hands up. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I'm high. <laughs> Motherfucking blew my high. I'm like, shit. My cousin, we sitting in the house scared and shit. And my cousin peeked out at me. He said, man, that's Pac. <laughs> <laughs> we get dressed, go downstairs, man. Get my manager and shit. And Pac was like, yeah, let's go to the studio and make a song. I'm like, I'm cool with that. He said, come on, get in. I'm like, no, sir. No, no, I'm not gonna ride nowhere with Tupac Shakur ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! For one, he didn't have a driver's license. But okay. two, I knew for a fact that he couldn't drive. All right, so we followed him in the in the van. He okay. had a black Hummer. I mean, tricked out Hummer, old school Hummer, the old Humvees. And this is him driving. He's, he's driving. He's driving. Oh god! And if I'm not mistaken, he was by himself too. I think so. We went in there, man. They laid it out. They had the uh, all the. He went and got all soul food and Hennessy and shit, man. He, I mean, he really laid that shit out nice, man. And we did the song, the, the smile song. Uh, I laid a verse on it and I left. Uh, and a couple of days later, he came to the studio to play me the Machiavelli record. Mm. And then after I listened to, it, I was like, "Wow, this is great." And 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 he was like, "Come on, man, let's go and and, and hit the Hollywood." They had a, what was that shit called? The Hollywood something. They, I can't remember, but it was like a club. And I was like, man, I got to finish, man. I got to find a single pocket. I can't. Man, that man, that man got mad as fucking me. He said, man, you be sitting in here all motherfucking day long, man, trying to find a single, man. Like, that's stupid, man. You wasting your fucking time, man. Just, <laughs> just, just write a record, man, and, 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 and get across to the bitches without offending them. <laughs> Wow. In quote. Words yeah. of wisdom. Yeah, but he was right, though. And the last word that you say, that's going to be the name of the song. But that's how Smile came to be. Well, this was, we, that, yeah, that's how, that's how I came to be. Because I don't spend a whole lot of time in the studio no more. I spend a whole lot of time, you know, making the album better, making the song better. You know, I don't waste my fucking time trying to write a single no more. Because I know that that shit not gonna play no way. I'm just gonna jam. I think my ride coming. (laughs) (laughs) I love you. All right, so can you give us a second one? Like, what was Tupac was one? Okay. um, I think that this song that I did with. I think that the Guess Who's Back song was big for oh, me, too. Yeah. Well, let me tell you why. Because 
I called Jay and I asked him to do a record with me. And he said, meet me at uh, Baseline. Baseline. Come yeah. on. So we playing the music. You know, uh, uh, Guru was playing tracks. Uh-huh. And Jay-Z, he sit back in the corner and he listened to it. And he said, go to the next one. And then the beat came and said, ooh. 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 And he'd be looking at you like, ooh, like I'm going to kill you. Right. <laughs> ooh. And then he went to the studio. And then he went in the Boca booth and he took the shit. Right? And he left. Let me stuck at the board. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting at the board trying to write this shit. And um, ended up getting it done. And Kanye got on the record. But that was a Kanye beat, believe yeah. it or not, to oh, guess yeah. who's back. That yeah. was Kanye. Kanye did the mass majority of the Fix album, too, if, if anybody reads credit. That was Kanye West on that. He did This Can't Be Life, too, right? Because that was he like. He did that, This Can't Be Life. He yeah. did that record, too. Was that in real time, your verse, in real time? Like, yeah, I, I was walking in. I was getting out of the car service, and that shit happened. Like, yeah, it's, it's my, my buddy's son got a hold to some hair on that his uh, grandfather had in the car. And I don't know if he drunk it or uh, swallowed it some kind of way. But that shit fucked me up pretty bad. Mm. And and um, I said, I remember saying counting our blessings because Brad's too. Well, Brad is 20 now. Oh, <laughs> damn. Yeah, no, that shit flew, didn't it? Yeah. Wow, 18 years. Yeah, Brad just turned 20 on the 5th, so... Yeah. Damn. Deep, right? Ouch. And the third one, man, I can't really remember a great time in the studio. Um, I don't know. I think I saw, I, I, I was, uh, I went to the studio with Chris Brown and Dave Chappelle and uh, most deaf was in that motherfucker. <laughs> wow. Wait, that's the that oddest room. point in the evening. <laughs> that's the oddest fairy <laughs> I've ever heard of. Yeah. And that was before the Chappelle show, too. Oh, okay. Was you doing a record? I don't know what the fuck I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> Were you and Cube in the studio together when y'all did uh, the Hand of the Dead Body record? Uh, maybe. Okay. But I know that Cube has to leave the studio. Like, he'll take the beat with him. Oh, okay. And come back you. the next day and lay it. Okay. He, I don't think he was a uh, spontaneous writer at that time. I did a lot of records with Ice Cube. That's one of my faves, man. No, that's the record. I love that record. Yeah, hey, that's my. That's one of my faves, man. I love Cube. All right, I got one more bucket list. Oh, let's go ahead. Who came up with the concept for the video of my block? Oh, my block. Mm. Um, I don't even remember the guy's name, but I did want a seamless video. Yeah, I just wanted to go from one end of the street to the. I wanted to show the whole entire street. I didn't want no cuts in the video. I just wanted to lay it Was down there any trickery used? That no. I used to watch you know, no. frame by it's frame. Like, okay. no. where the cuts no. are? No, there's no cuts. It was a railroad track and different scenes were set up. How many takes did, did it take? I don't know. To? We did that shit all day. We went backwards and then forward. Wow. Backward and then forward. Wow. That's one of my favorite videos, man. Yeah. I think we shot that shit for like two days. Because we shot, like, the early part of it one day, and then we shot again the next day, and then we finished it that night. Oh, okay. Okay. Dope. 
So we got everything out the way? I think we got everything. I, I got more rap like questions, but we, we good. You I just want to say, man, just thank you for everything you've done. Just want to give you your flowers right here, brother. Yes, yes. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for your honesty. Well, I'm brutally honest. Yeah. I can't help yeah. it. Oh, okay. I'm, I did think. So. P- hey, this is the P.S. right here. Yeah, it's P.S. Okay, so I toured with Willie D some years ago, and you can confirm the story if you were there. He said that at the intro of We Can't Be Stopped, where they, the, where it's like, first we beat on the door, then we kick the motherfucker in. Where the door gets kicked down, he said they actually kicked the door down in the studio to make that sound effect. I don't remember that. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but I was never in the studio with him, though. So y'all did Sometimes, all that stuff. Separate. Okay. Yeah, we had verses. I remember uh now if you listen to my uh the part on, on uh uh Murder by Reason of Insanity. Okay. When it goes uh, That was a real that click. Was real gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was about to see y'all guns effects were like real because we went out to the ranch and shot guns and put them on listen, man. We went out to the ranch and shot guns and, and put them on dats. Yes. Ah oh, shit. Yeah, I was gonna say the 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 sound of your Guns were real? Yeah, yeah they, they, they were a little too they, real. They were probably a little too real, bro. Seriously. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm good, man. Anything, Steve, anything so well, I can just play it one more time? Just my, I, well, no. No, 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 <laughs> no, don't give him that shit. I wouldn't give him anything. It's the only way to close the show. I would, no. end, I would end that shit like this right now and be done. I wouldn't give him anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you shut him up. I told you I was mean as fuck. Yeah. Um, no, your uh, your record collection. I just want to ask you about your actual, not what you're listening to, but your like Collect, you, you have your grandma's records still, and your uncle's records, or any you have a large record collection. That's my question. Seems no uh, seems friendly He's enough. In deep I have I have some shit. I got you know what I do have that's like a great album to have. I have the Marvin Gaye "Here My Dear" double album. I have yeah. that. I can remember for sure. I got Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon, shit. I got Kiss Double Platinum. You remember that one? Yeah. Look at these vinyl snobs. You are not impressing them. They're like, yeah. Well, well he, it sounds like he only has three records. <laughs> but I was hoping for a larger. Quality, not Both quality. you and me are hands crossed. Like, uh, uh, I was hoping. Uh, no, I got some okay. shit, but, but you know what it's like. Wait a minute. What are, you, what, what are your five? Oh, this question. <laughs> no, because you seem like a guy With that Desert needs Island, to. Desert Island, top five. Not even, no, not, not even Desert Island, because I feel like you need music to meditate and to calm you down sometimes and to zone out. So what are, what are the five records that you choose? What are your go-to when you're driving in the car? Like, you got to hear this record. Uh, I like Wrapped Around Your Finger by The Police. I mean, I like that Synchronicity album a lot. Yeah. Um, I like the uh, Marvin Gaye uh, yes, you're going to your Pandora. I gotta go. No, I'm, yeah, <coughs> you're going to your Pandora. I'm going to my. I'm going to my <laughs> shit. You know, Peter, Peter Gabriel had a bomb ass. Uh, you know, I go to that. Um, the the Soul album. Yeah. But I think that like when when I really want to really ride and meditate, I turn on like Bob Marley's. Uh, I turn on his whole shit. You know, from uh, um, Natural Mystic to. Uh, Ross the Man Vibration. Uh, what was uh, uh, oh, I, Peter Tosh. Okay. Can so I admit I something? I am what I am. I am. I am. I am. <laughs> I am the son of Moses. You cannot move I at all. Like, he was awesome, man. <laughs> Can I admit something on my show? What's that? Yo, as much as a music snob I am about these 100,000 records, my Marley IQ is like 
devastatingly low. Nah, we're, we're wow. there as well. Yeah. You too? Yeah, I, I know Legend. Bad. That's like the only one I know. <laughs> that's, that's like, like the greatest hit joint. Yeah, I know yeah. Legend, but that's about it. If you're an 80s college student or a 90s college student, like that's the record you have to. No. All right, we're the last two. So synchronicity, maybe so. Bob Marley. Marley. Oh, then what's your last one? Hey. This. <laughs> Midnight Marauders. All right. I'll mess with that. I'll mess with that. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for the one and only Scarface. Oh, man. This is amazing. Thank you to the fine folks at South by Southwest. Yeah. Thank you to the Gatsby. At the Gatsby. I've been performed here before. Yeah, Thank you, Gatsby. Yeah. I've been up there before. That's cool as hell up at the top there. We're all going to get tattoos no afterwards and <laughs> walk to the gas Bro, station. I think that, I think that, um, I think that fucking cleansing pill is kicked in. All right, <laughs> and, and that's on a wrap. that note, ladies nah, and gentlemen. Playing, I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm nah, playing. Now, we out of here. <laughs> on behalf of Unpaid Bill, Fontigolo, It's Like Ears, Sugar Steve, and the one and only Scarface, this is Questlove signing off. We will see you on the next go round. Thank you very much. Thank y'all for coming. Quest Love Supreme is a production of iHeartRadio. This classic episode was produced by the team at Pandora. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.